0: Welcome, everybody. My name is Alexander Greb. I am the Customer Advisory Lead S4HANA Strategy at SAP, and you are listening to the SAP Experts Podcast. You can listen to us on all major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Open SAP. So please don't forget to like, share, and subscribers, so you never miss a new episode. In episode 31, we laid out the baseline for our How to build crisis resilience and win in the recovery series, for which we received very positive feedback. Thanks a lot for that. Here in episode 32, we want to do our first deep dive, starting with the essence of every company, its people. I talked to Dr. Florian Dreyfus, the COO MEE of SuccessFactors about how HR organizations reacted to the first shock, what are crisis specific best practices and how HR digitalization is a major ingredient in steering the workforce through rough times to a successful recovery. All of that here on this episode of the SAP Experts Podcast. Hi Florian, great to have you.
1: Yeah, hi Alex, thanks for the invite.
0: In the last four weeks, um, the COVID-19 outbreak has put on a lot of strain on each line of business of our customers. And probably HR is one of those areas that have been put in the spotlight, maybe most brutally. How have those last four weeks been for you personally and professionally?
1: Yeah. So, so actually, I think from a um, personal point of view, um, a, a lot of changes, uh, the changes with a very fast um, pace. And um, so um, having all the things we, we conducted before with customers on a virtual uh, way, um, of course, in, in our environment, we are quite used to. So from an infrastructure perspective, everything uh, is, is fine. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, for us, and that's also the same we see at our customer side. Um, first of all, it was important uh, just um, to get the feedback from our employees: um, are, how are they doing? Are they are they healthy? Are they safe? Uh, I think that's uh, the the first priority uh, we saw, and based on that. Then in the second uh, stage, as, as we also saw by many customers, then thinking about, okay, how could we um, touch base or still touch base with our customers in a virtual environment? What does this mean, for example, for customer meetings, for all the virtual events or for all the events we planned physically? And um, yeah, based on that, um, also then when it comes to the, the employees um, to think about, okay, how. Uh, does and um, communication uh, and staying in touch with with your employees look like uh, in this now in this virtual setting? Yeah, so it was uh, uh, quite a stressful uh, four weeks, uh, but nevertheless, I, I think from an um, uh, from a job point uh, of view, as a team, we became closer together, and um, yeah, so that's also something we, uh, as you just uh, mentioned, or your your question also directed into. The, and uh, to our customers, we saw the same uh, at our customers. Uh, depending then uh, at our customers uh, on the industry, um, for them the question was um, how to um, uh, to close gaps in in terms of where are people needed the most. For example, when you uh, take our uh, customers like the food retailers, so bringing, for example, um, restuffing, bringing people from uh, the headquarter into the stores, into the warehouses, and so on and um yeah now uh, we are uh, as as businesses are, are starting to open again uh, now it's it's the question how to to get business continually uh, back so that's actually the the challenge as of today
0: and saying that we we try now from from getting something often an, of an isolation back into recovery um what do you think concerning hr are the Activities, the tasks that are crucial and critical at the moment um, that customers have to encompass um, to get the train running again.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, uh, the the first priority, as I said before, is uh, this building trust and safety. And by doing this, staying uh, in uh, a continuous dialogue with your with your employees, since most of of the employees, especially when you when we are talking about the white color, Ah, uh, workers are still working, and they will, um, for an unforeseen time, still working in a virtual environment. Is is the question? How to stay in, in in touch, listen to their concerns, and act accordingly. I think that's still the first priority. Then, as I said before, realign resources to fill critical roles. That's the second one. Uh, the third one is reinforce the business continuity to 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 look have a look on on that one, and then also to ask the question, and uh, that's the fourth priority. Um, in terms of reskilling your workforce. And when coming back to your question, when you take these four priorities, here HR plays a key role as uh, in taking charge of this change, uh, which which is necessary uh, to, to, uh, to fulfill uh, or to address these priorities.
0: So are these now what you would say topics which are completely different <laughs> on a priority side from topics, uh, let's say, well-established hr system a well-established hr um environment consisting of software yeah. people um is, is is this now different like for example uh the things which were important eight weeks ago or has this changed
1: yeah i i, I think um they had this, this the same importance eight weeks ago but but now um We are in a in a change. For example, uh, as I uh, as I said before, when it comes to virtual uh, or working virtual, Um, and I had this priority of building trust and safety. In in the time before the crisis, you you just met the people in the office uh, at a cup of coffee at the lunchtime. Now you have to to rethink how to stay in touch with them. So that's still this priority uh, we had before, but now. Um, this priority had changed in terms of how to to address it, and I think from an what what actually um, changed is the is the pace or the that um, the change we already see before the crisis or we already saw before the crisis now accelerate. So acceleration in terms of the, the digital transformation, having processes, and that's something which the crisis actually show. That it's critical to have at least your most important processes, especially also in the HR environment, that you have them end-to-end digital. Then what we, what we are see, and we already saw it before, but not also now with an acceleration, is the, the uh, second point in terms of a, a push on analytics in general, but especially HR analytics. Then the third one is an increase of virtual working as we uh, just mentioned before and then the fourth one also for hr uh, quite important um is to uh, to be more agile in terms of reacting to new circumstances and all these things combined with the priorities i mentioned before they have been also eight weeks ago this has been important topics but now they have even, or now they have, they are now even more important on the one hand side, and you have to act quite more faster than before to address them, given uh, the crisis.
0: I want to jump a little bit on on one point, especially that you mentioned, when you were talking about. Agility and analytics. Um, there are lots of examples where things now has happened and changed on the face basis. For example, one of the famous examples is like building an app which in the night, which asks your employees each morning like, "How are you doing? How are you feeling? What are your or isu- what your issues at the moment? Um, do you think since at least what I know as an outsider that uh, analytics in HR is still a young discipline. Um, Is on on the wide scale, um, are our customers already at that level to say that this is something like an ability which is already uh, full-blown available? Or is this one of those things where companies now realize that, oh, there is this, let's say, new discipline, which probably I should in the future, like for being better prepared Mm -hmm. for the next crisis, should heavily invest on? Mm
1: -hmm yeah so when we are talking uh, to customers and um especially in the hr context i think most of the customers are quite aware of um the importance to have the the the, the right data so data not only in hr but also in in, in other fields in, in in context of the digitalization is often compared as a new oil so um nevertheless the crisis shows um The importance that having relevant data in a consistent way with high quality and on your fingertips is key to take decisions or even better get recommendations uh, in the required pace. I think that's something which the the crisis shows and showed. And not only having HR data, but also sales and finance data, for example, and then to start to combine them. And this is what, when we are talking about from an SAP perspective, from the intelligent enterprise, this is where the intelligent enterprise uh, can play a key uh, a role. And just to give you, or make this a little bit more concrete on, a, on an example, and, and I'm coming back to the, the, uh, this example of the, the, the food retail, retailer. So We have a lot of our customers are in the retail space. We have a lot of food retailers, one of uh, our largest companies. What they actually saw, like many others in that industry, uh, is a higher demand like never before. And to fill to fulfill this demand, resources in stores, warehouses, as well as logistics have been required. And thanks to clean and consolidated and up to date data, they have been able to identify resources in other functions, located, for example, in the headquarters, which possess the required skills and competencies to fill the gaps in the field, which I mentioned before. And coming Back to this point, then what they also did in 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 taking this decision, they combined this with finance data and sales information, knowing at where are the places where it makes the most sense from a profit uh, perspective to put people in, but also knowing since they know from the HR system uh, where are these people located, they also have from a finance perspective the relocation cost uh, in place. So and then bringing this all together, and then it shows what actually uh, the intelligent enterprise especially can do in in such a crisis to to make decisions uh, with the fast pace uh, which is required.
0: And, and then we are again in something which is my favorite topic, like insight to action of the most important capability you can have as an intelligent enterprise, not only knowing really what are your assets, issues, etc., but also being able to and, and supported by Software by the system and so on to, to do the right decisions um, and put them into action. Yeah,
1: yeah and especially if I can, can, can just add what, what you just said, especially then bringing things into action because they then uh, not only uh, knew uh, where to put the people or who are these people they can um, use to put them on the or to, to refill uh, these gaps. They could also, or what they, they actually also use, then is, for example, um, uh, the, the the possibilities of of virtual trainings to prepare them for their uh, for their jobs, and that's then coming into place in terms of doing or, or having also not only the analysis of the data, but then also the action piece. And in addition, then also, for example, booking them trains and so on, that they uh, have been able then to travel to the location. And that's yeah. an end-to-end, also then in that case, an experience, it's, uh, even though it's in a crisis, but uh, an experience end-to-end and to um, address an, an immediate challenge you have as a, uh, as a company.
0: Let's presume, which I hope in maybe a few weeks or a few months, the dust has settled a little bit. Um, Do you think like your normal that you have in your line of business where you hopefully want to return to um, will be, let's say, the same normal like you had before the crisis? Or are you presuming that there will be a different normal because like a mindset Mm. has changed probably because people have realized, okay, these and those topics are important. Do you think like Mm. this is a big game changer, this event for you and your line Mm. of business?
1: Yeah, what, what what I actually what we already uh, talked now uh, several times about is uh, what we will see is an increase of of virtual work. Uh, so that's that's one thing um, where uh, we will see a push um, because in a lot of industries, working virtually is still something very uncommon and only yeah. allowed in exceptional situations. But mm-hmm. now the crisis and with every crisis, there, there also are coming advantages. Um, however, in this crisis, most industries have been forced to work virtually, and by being forced, you get the experience that most of the obstacles uh, they thought of before, that, that they are manageable. And therefore, um, virtual working will increase. And that means, when I come, to, to come back to my line of business in terms of HR, this will lead to two priorities for HR. First of all is to provide at least the most important HR processes, as I said before, in a digital uh, or in an end-to-end digital way. If you are not doing so, and I, we will give you um, a brief example in, in a minute, uh, you are faced by really serious change or challenges in crisis while you not taking the chance to increase the efficiency in normal time. And just to give you one example of of, of one of our prospects we are currently talking uh, to, or we are in conversation, I had a a brief discussion with them uh, last week, and and they had a very uh, bad experience because as of today, they they have still a lot of paper-based processes in HR. And um, when the crisis started, they just sent out um, to their manager uh, paper-based documents uh, via uh, house mail, and uh, in, in order to get them signed that the, all the employees get their um, their bonus payout. And overnight, they had to 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 close most of their facilities. So then the process came into, or started to stack, and what they had to build is a, is a task force getting back to the facilities, getting all the, the, the documents out of the um, uh, in-house mail, send it to the managers via external mail, and waiting until they receive all the, the designed documents. And that compared um, to, to customers already using our solutions, they have such processes totally um, digitalized, including e-signature, and based on, for example, with our SuccessFactors app, you can do this on your fingertip. And that just uh, just shows one priority in terms of working virtual. The second one in in, um, uh, in terms of what actually HR has to take care about is how to lead in an um, in a virtual environment? How to stay in touch with your cust uh, with your employees in an in a continuous way to listen to them, based on the feedback you receive. Also, then act accordingly. Also, what does this mean leading in a virtual way when it comes, for example, uh, to continuous performance improvement? What are the tools you can uh, use there? also talking to your employees about the purpose of the customer what are, uh, of your company what are the priorities where does the uh, the, uh, the employee fit in and taking another kind of discussion while people are working in this virtual setting so that's one part and um, the, the second part besides um, the virtual uh, working is that the digital transformation we saw already before the crisis in many industries now will accelerate uh, given uh, the crisis as we already see if you are not able to provide processes uh, in a digital way you are not able to stay in contact with your employees and not able to be uh, in contact with your customers and then based on that you you don't make any business and uh, that's something the digitalization that's something which will be accelerated and also coming here to the role of hr Having all these strategies, and that's also something which holds before the crisis, all these digital strategies, to put them in place in terms of that they are delivering output, that they are delivering against their objectives, you need to take uh, charge of your employees to take them on this journey. And this is where HR comes in as some kind. We um, always are talking about the architect of this digital transformation, and that's actually the, the role. And now taking the COVID-19 crisis and this increasing uh, pace or acceleration of digital transformation, that's something which is even more important in terms of uh, HR uh, or that HR is playing this role.
0: So We could we could put it together basically that, um, of course, I think if COVID-19 has one big effect in business life is that probably now even the last has realized what digitalization is all about. Yeah. And the second yeah. learning... Which is especially aiming at your line of businesses. Then, of course, that digitalization does not end after like finance or supply chain management, but of course, it has to include HR. Absolutely. Yeah. When we, because we just we, we do not want to talk exclusively about um, COVID nineteen. When when we want to put a little bit of a step back, and um, I think your Line of business was in the last years not really lacking transformation itself. Um, you were, especially in the last year, in in, in a heavy transformational um, process, where we can talk about like digital transformation. What you do is is not with numbers or with assets, but with people. Um, what would be the way that you be, put on basic characteristics on what this kind of digital transformations in HR means? Is it something like just a technical transformation mm-hmm. or is it a cultural transformation?
1: Yeah, I, w- I would say it, it's both. On, on the one hand side, when, when you have a look from, from an HR perspective, um, what I said before, when you have a look at the role of um, um, uh, of HR, Um there we see in this digital transformation that actually HR should play the role as, as this architect of this business transformation. So making sure that digital strategies, as I said before, are leading to a sustainable output by taking your most important success factor, Your sometimes it's called the asset. Uh, to be honest, I don't like this, this, this expression, but when uh, the employees Taking the employees on board of this journey, making employees uh, or their role in this transformation clear, how they will be equipped to fulfill it. That has, has a lot to do with reskilling. Listen to their concerns carefully and act accordingly and adapt the company's culture and especially the leader steps, uh, leadership style if necessary. So that that's one uh, a part of the of the role, which from my point of view has to change a little bit in HR. On the other hand, side it's also about the, um, let's say the, the processes and HR is offering by itself because also there you you see a change when when you have um, when you have a look at the at the employees, the employees when they are outside the company they have experience for example with Netflix with Amazon with Apple and so on and these are things they get used to when it comes to um, how to handle processes, and that's also something in terms of the expectation they have have at their customer side. So as the the example I just gave you before, that's not the, let's say, the Netflix or Apple-style experience uh, when you are still have printed out documents, you have to sign them, send them back. That's not the the experience you are used to from your private life. There you have the experience, and this is something most of our customers, which are using SuccessFactors, they're using them, for example, to make this a little bit more concrete, the SuccessFactors app. And that's the the, the, the the style um they are uh, used to because therefore, for example as one example they get all their workflows on it, but the push of the button, they can can agree on it, they can sign uh, documents digital. That's the kind um of experience um which is uh which our employees used to, which and which HR has to fulfill. And um that's also be, uh, something um so Coming back to your question, it's 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 two uh, dimensions. The, the one dimension in terms of being this this architect uh, of the digital transformation, supporting um, the the development or the involvement of business models, giving the opportunities you have from digitalization. And in addition, that's the second dimension. Also offering uh, services, offering processes um, from an HR perspective. Employees are used to from their private life.
0: Talking about the drivers who fuel this kind of transformation. Um, if if I go to my let's say I, I I'm a consumer of HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not an, mm-hmm. um, a professional consultant. I'm a consumer. I see when when I think about possible drivers for for these kind of transformation. I see, for example, one one quote which is heavily shared or used to be heavily shared in in, in social media, which is like war for talent is over talent has won Mm. this may be something from my um, experience which may lead to um, a topic which maybe have also come up additionally by our um, acquisition of qualtrics like 18 months ago um, with put the word employee experience into the Mm. world Um, is this in your opinion something which is now new which is a big topic, or is it more or less just something what you say like um, done there before, but now it got something like a new name?
1: Yeah, I would I would say uh, at the end of the day, HR always had in in mind to um, to support um, uh, employees. Uh, nevertheless, I think when you have a look at the at the last uh, decades, uh, it, it has changed a little bit in terms of what's actually in, in, in focus. That's also the change of, we talked a, a long time before or in the past from the human capital management, as I said before, employees as some kind of assets mm. like machines. And that's something which you are managing, and uh, you, you 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 give them processes uh, they can use. You you need some some kind of transparency. How many people are working for me, and so on. Coming to this more experienced um, uh, economy, uh, that's something which has changed because also the um, the requirements from from people uh, has has changed, and um, especially in in terms of. Um, listening more carefully to the feedback you receive uh, uh, from your employees acting on this um or analyzing this feedback and then also taking action based uh on that you also have then for example even more transparency when it comes for example um how is a is a company performing so taking all the the information you get in social you have all these portals where where they taken the digitalization and, and and transparency is fostered uh, in terms of you as an employee, how are you treating your, your employees, how are you paying them and so on. And that's something then um, which also changes from having just human capital management into human experience management and delivering at the end of the day the experience that people are, are used to from their private life. And I, I think that's something which, which has changed in, uh, in a nutshell or HR um, in the past as it's still of today, you, the human is the, the thing which uh, and therefore the, the employee um, uh, which HR is taking care of and that's something which not changed um, that was ever was before and still uh, be the case.
0: When you think about these additional um, let's say dimensions which come into play um, I think Or maybe I'm wrong. I hope you you tell me. Um, I have the feeling like probably white-collar are those folks that profit probably more or maybe like earlier than than blue-collar people. Um, First, is is this assumption right? And do you think this is something that will change? um, Or what's your spin on that?
1: Yeah, I I would say... Um, yeah, you, you are right. Uh, the white-collar uh, people, as they are used to, to work uh, in a digital environment, having their, uh, their, their laptops, uh, their, their access to email, uh, most of the things they are, let's say, producing as an output is something digital um therefore they in a, in a first instance um they are receiving or participating first in such processes but from our point of view uh, it's it's more important uh, than ever before to to treat the uh, complete workforce uh, equal meaning also providing um the um Uh, the blue-collar workers, the same services uh, you are providing to white-collar workers. And also there, thanks to technology, thanks, for for example, to things like the uh, bring-your-own-device policies companies are uh, having in in, in their environment, you are now able also uh, to bring uh, services which are relevant Um, for the blue color worker that might be for example um, specific e-learnings as as one example all the stuff around um, enablement or also as i told before this example with also putting them or giving them access to our success factors app where they then have for example the opportunities to um, uh, to to start or uh, um, uh, process flows or to approve process flows uh, especially when there are Recurring events where they have, for example, when they are part of a union and they have once a year or twice a year uh, the opportunity to select uh, if they would have more, uh, would like to have more money or uh, one day more off or something like that, where, where you have such scenarios, and that's something important um, to uh, to treat the the whole workforce um, in the same way because the total workforce, um, as you had of it in your company, uh, blue color. As well as the white-collar workers, they are used to have this kind of treatment uh, from their uh, from their personal or from their private life um, experience.
0: So what what comes now into my mind is that, uh, of course, this is not all about pure economic factors, but driving digitalization in HR means also to gain a better understanding of each other.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and, and that's and that's and then we are coming back to my uh, my initial comment when it comes to. Um, to digitalization and the, the role of of HR um, by delivering such um, processes and services uh, from an HR perspective, in an end-to-end digital way to all the employees, you are driving this change. You are acting as this um, this um, architect of the digital transformation, and therefore, both things need uh, each other. Yeah.
0: To 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 wrap this up, when a customer now comes to you and say, "Ah, oh, we are quite struggling now with the crisis and so on." Um, and but we realized now that we want to be better. What would be like the let's say first steps you would tell them to do? What are the best practices?
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's at the end of the day, it depends on the on the customer situation. Actually, what what's our What's our main advantage, also talking from an, from a solution uh, perspective, is that with our solution, you can start wherever you want. So that means, in a first instance, for me or for us, it's important, to listen to the customer, understand where are currently the fields where a customer is struggling the most. And then, based on that, giving him the, the, the advice and, and just to give you, let's say, two or three um, patterns we currently see in the customer conversation. The, the first one, especially when it comes to companies which are mainly consisting of, of white-collar workers uh, or have a workforce which, which um, mainly consists of um, where we have the discussion how to how to support employees as well as managers working in a virtual environment the best way. So that's that's one thing um, where, as I said before, where it's very important to, to, to implement uh, mechanisms to, to listen on a, on a continuous base uh, to your customers, stay, uh, to your employees, stay in touch uh, with them. Also think about how to, to lead them, what kind of support, especially when it comes to uh, continuous performance management, uh, you can, can provide. The second uh, pattern, uh, what we are actually seeing where customers are now saying, okay, we are seeing that based on the crisis, the change of our business model is, um, let's say, um, accelerating. Meaning, for example, we are needing or we are requiring new skills. And then the question is, first of all, providing these customers the transparency in terms of when we are back on this data uh, piece, uh, how many uh, employees are working for me, in which fields, what are their skills, what are their competencies? Because on that basis, then you can decide, okay, what are the skills I need in, in the future and how can I reskill people? Giving all uh, the beauty tools um, uh, we have around uh, learning and, and especially about uh, around virtual and, and, and e-learning. And then also coming along with such a question besides reskilling, then. The, the other uh, dimension is to how to get these people on board when I need them uh, in terms of um, hiring them uh, uh, externally, and uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's our the let's say patterns we are currently uh, uh, discussing uh, most. As I said, and, and to 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 wrap this or summarize it, um, there we are. First of all, just listen to the customer. Uh, getting a better understanding where are actually the fields uh, where the customer ca- is currently struggling and based on that, then have the discussion, okay, how we, we can can support uh, the customer.
0: Florian, being sure that you thrilled a lot of listeners, um, where can people follow you? Social mm-hmm. media wise.
1: Yeah, so um, my main uh, um, channel uh, is LinkedIn. So um, there they can uh, stay uh, in, in contact with me um, also, uh, there we we have, uh, and I'm happy to to uh, forward this to to interest uh, uh, people our of our uh, future of work pop-up lab, where we are just uh, also putting this format where we are bringing together thought leaders um, of HR, where we are bringing together people uh, HR people. And um, using, for example, formats like design thinking to tackle together different design challenges. We just put this format now, also, end of April. That's the first time, and there will be uh, uh, further um, uh, dates where we are offering this uh, now, offering this in a virtual environment. Also, then discussing with, with our uh, customers in, in this first uh, workshop and with different thought leaders in a very interactive uh, way uh, what are actually the current uh, challenges or the upcoming challenges now we are discussing coming with COVID-19. So that's then also something I'm, I'm happy to, to connect uh, you to, to uh, that uh, institution.
0: Lauren, we will definitely put these things in the notes of this episode. I'm very grateful that you've been my guest today. And um, I wish you very good and successful weeks ahead of you. Stay healthy. Stay well.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Alex, for having me and uh, for having this uh, discussion. And uh, yeah, stay healthy and uh, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: See you. Bye-bye.